You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hi, welcome to episode number 156 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast, and in this episode, you're going to learn about how exactly Mr. Rogers got started in television. And in the bonus fact section today, you're going to learn why he wasn't a military sniper, no matter what the internet tells you. So let's get into today's show. After Fred McFeely Rogers, better known as Mr. Rogers, graduated from college in 1951, receiving a BA in music composition, he began working in television, at first for NBC and later for WQED, which was a Pittsburgh public TV station that was the US's first community-supported TV station. While with WQED, working on the Children's Corner, he used his off time to study theology at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, as well as to take courses in child development. By 1962, he received a Bachelor of Divinity degree and was ordained as a minister in the United Presbyterian Church, and charged with continuing his work on creating and contributing to wholesome children's television programs, which was his passion. Originally, after college, he had planned to go directly to seminary, but upon seeing a television program for the first time that had something horrible on it with people throwing pies at one another, he decided to switch gears to work in the entertainment industry in order to try and help develop quality programs. As Rogers stated, I went into television because I hated it so, and I thought there was some way of using this fabulous instrument to be of nurture to those who would watch and listen. He got his first job as a gopher at NBC and worked his way up from there, working on such programs as NBC Opera Theatre, The Gabby Hayes' Show, and as a floor director on The Kate Smith Hour and Your Lucky Strike Hit Parade. He ultimately left NBC, however, because he felt their reliance on advertising and merchandising was significantly undermining their ability to produce quality children's programs that not only entertained, but also educated children, which was more or less his original goal in getting into TV in the first place. From there, he went to the public station WQED, working on Children's Corner, which, ironically enough, 30 segments of which were later purchased and aired by NBC. Nine years later, Mr. Rogers ended up working at CBC in Toronto, Canada, developing a 15-minute children's program called Mr. Rogers, which was very similar to his latter, much more famous show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, even including some songs and characters that appeared in the previous program. After three seasons, though, Mr. Rogers left CBC to move back to Western Pennsylvania with his wife, feeling it was a better environment for their two sons. Upon leaving, Mr. Rogers acquired the rights to Mr. Rogers from CBC and began working on his new show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, which would at first be aired on the Eastern Educational Network and later nationwide in the newly created PBS. And now for today's bonus facts. When PBS was first formed, Mr. Rogers' passionate speech before the U.S. Senate Subcommittee on Communications in 1969 nearly single-handedly managed to up PBS's funding from a likely $10 million to the original $20 million they had been supposed to receive before cuts were proposed. Bonus fact 2. Michael Keaton was once a stagehand on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. He eventually quit his job there to pursue acting full-time. Bonus fact 3. Mr. Rogers famously didn't mind if people recorded his show with a VCR, arguing for people's right to do so in a 1979 case, Sony Corp of America versus Universal City Studios, Inc. At the time, it was being argued by the opposition that this constituted a copyright infringement. 
Mr. Rogers was one of the few involved in television that did not believe so and felt people should be allowed to record programs. The Supreme Court noted that Mr. Rogers' testimony was a significant piece of evidence that helped lead them to their ultimate decision. Specifically, Mr. Rogers stated, Some public stations, as well as commercial stations, program the neighborhood at hours when some children cannot use it. I have always felt that with the advent of all this new technology that allows people to tape the neighborhoods off the air, and I'm speaking for the neighborhoods because that's what I produce, that they then become much more active in the programming of their family's television life. Very frankly, I'm opposed to people being programmed by others. My whole approach in broadcasting has always been, you are an important person just the way you are. You can make healthy decisions. Maybe I'm going on too long, but I just feel that anything that allows a person to be more active in the control of his or her life in a healthy way is important. Bonus fact four. Mr. Rogers was a vegetarian. He didn't smoke or drink or seem to have any major vices. He also stayed married to the same woman until his death. Their marriage lasted 47 years. About the only even slightly scandalous thing, with emphasis on slightly, Mr. Rogers seemed to do, which he revealed in an interview, was that he swam laps completely in the buff nearly every morning of his adult life at various clubs that allowed nude swimming at certain times of the day. He likely got into this habit due to fibers from old wool swim shorts clogging up pool filters. Because of this, before more modern swimming suit materials, many public pools required you to swim in the nude. Bonus fact 5. The reason Mr. Rogers started wearing sneakers on the show was because they made less noise than normal dress shoes when moving around behind the sets. As for his sweaters, most of them were made by his mother. Bonus Fact 6 Unlike most children's shows, Mr. Rogers played himself not just in name, but also in personality and mannerisms, changing nothing about how he acted off-camera to how he acted on-camera. His reasons for this were, One of the greatest gifts you can give anybody is the gift of your honest self. I also believe that kids can spot a phony a mile away. Bonus Fact 7 Mr. Rogers didn't just try to teach children important life lessons and the like, but he also produced a series of specials intended for parents called Mr. Rogers Talks to Parents About X, where X was whatever the topic of the day was. These shows were meant to help parents be able to answer any questions their child might have after watching a particular Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood episode. Bonus Fact 8. Contrary to rumors spread about on the internet, Mr. Rogers was never a sniper in the military, nor was the reason he wore sweaters because he had tattoos all over his arms and body, one for each person he killed. These and other similar rumors, first started on the internet around 1994, saw a huge surge in popularity after his death. Mr. Rogers never served in the military and was a pacifist. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.